Hey everyone, welcome back. Episode 97 of Franco's World. It's my birthday. It is my birthday. I've delayed uh, doing an episode this week until today because I knew some things were going to be arriving that I wanted to talk about. Some things were going to be happening that I thought would make for good content. I got to preface this by saying I haven't had a voice in two days. Those trees that smell god awful are absolutely killing me right now. And like, to prepare for this episode, I have been slamming water. I sat for basically 30 minutes in my shower, full heat, so it's like a steam shower. I feel like I'm snorting allergy pills at this point, and I'm hammering chicken noodle soup just to try to get a voice back. I don't know what's going on. I feel fine. I feel fine. I ran three and a half miles yesterday. I feel fine. I just don't have a voice. And when that's my main thing is to be able to talk and I can't talk, it's tough. But we're here to celebrate. This is a cel- it's a celebration. All right? We're here to celebrate 25 years of excellence. This day it would have been Easter. I was born on Easter in 1996. It was a snowy day. Today it's sunny and 75, and I already have my day planned out. It's my special day. I used to not make a big deal about birthdays because you know, 16, 18, 21, those are the milestones. And then whenever you get older, they lose a little bit of the luster until it's every five years, they kind of mean something. So 25 means something. I'm halfway to 50. 30 will mean something, 35, 40, and, and so on. Okay, so it means a little bit something to me. And, and I know I'm probably like in the minority here, but I like all the birthday wishes I get from people that I've talked to twice in the past year. I like that, you know, because I don't send those. <laughs> I only send like birthday messages to like people I talk to all the time. But a birthday message from a random person, you know, that makes me feel good about myself. So thank you if you took time out of your day to to talk to me. Uh, again, it means a lot, you know, 25 years of excellence. Not a lot of people can say that of excellence, you know, 25 years, many people are here for 25 years, but of excellence, not many today's episode. Uh, I will run down for you. We're going to talk about my birthday plans. We're going to talk about, um, aging and stuff like that. There is a cameo. As we know, my sister bought a cameo appearance from a quote unquote reality star. And the only thing I know about it is that it's a it's a it's a woman or a girl or something like that. Um, apparently, they were big ten years ago, roughly. Also, my mom has relayed this message to me, and my mom doesn't watch anything except baseball games and uh, Fox News, so I doubt she really knows anything about this person. Uh, and then I want to talk about the job hunt because I've had some some recent uh, activity in the job hunt game. And I think it'd be funny to talk about it because, uh, you know, we're all just trying to to navigate through these troubled waters right now. So let's talk about the 25 years of excellence. Let's talk about uh, my plans for year 26. No, for year 25. Sorry. And uh, what happened in year 24? What happened in year 24? Um, I think. Uh, I turned 24. I was in I, mo- I had moved back here. And to West Virginia, and I was like, this isn't how I envision my 24th year on earth, but it's mine, I'm gonna try to make the most of it. And then I got really bummed out. You know, I couldn't find a, a career. I chose to broke up, break up with my girlfriend. I, I chose to, to like do Zoom comedy, even though I was like 
against in the beginning. And then I'm like, okay, this is my only shot to get a rep in. So obviously I'm going to do it. I started interviewing more comedians, which that's all a part of my big three-year plan with the podcast. And, and I'll go into that in detail after this. And, you know, really, I just worked at my parents' office. I played a lot of golf and uh, like just made content. Obviously, I can make more content. But like this 24th year on earth, it really wasn't that exciting. It was a no good, terrible, horrible year for a lot of people. And I, 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 ref- I felt like I reflected that, you know, I, I, this is a time for like internal, you know, I'm looking at myself in the mirror here, but like, it's easy to look at where you are now and, and say, man, I wish like in whatever you do, if you're an accountant, if you're a, if you're a PR manager, if you're a nurse or whatever, it's easy to, to look at yourself where you are right now and say, uh, you know, get mad. Like, oh, why haven't I gotten to this level? Why haven't I blown up? Why haven't I succeeded in whatever it is I want to achieve? And then I had to do this with my podcast. I went back and watched old clips from a, a couple years ago, year ago, um, and watched old stand-up clips. and. Thank God I have not blown up. I'm not, I wasn't ready. It's not like I'm ready now, but like I definitely wasn't ready back then when I thought I was like great and I thought I was like a genius and I thought I was like a whiz kid and nobody had thought of things in a certain way that I had thought of things. That's simply not true. It's just like I was making incoherent nonsense, just rambling in circles, you know, kind of like I'm doing now. So, we let's let's every now and again we need to check in with ourselves when we our microscope on ourselves is so like close okay we need to pan out a little bit and see how far we've come and then be like you know what maybe it's okay that I didn't blow up because I would have hated for that to have been me whenever a lot of people got to know me or whenever I got that promotion or whenever I I got to go to X Y and Z law firm you know so. Let's look at where we're at and let's look on what we can improve and let's look where we can go from there. And that's all I have to say about uh, that aspect. Now, let's talk about the podcast for a second. Year one, a lot of people knew year one, I didn't want any guests, specifically made that a point. And I had a lot of people who I had not talked to in a long time uh, hit me up and say, I want to be on and they hit me up and say, when are you going to have me on? Or, you know, you got to put me on sometime. I'd be good. And that's like not a very, that's not a very good way to like <laughs> uh, market yourself to, to anybody, especially me, because I get turned off by that stuff. If you come up to me and say, hey, it'd be great on your thing. I think I, you don't think I know what would be great on my thing, you know? And so going up to somebody and say, hey, I'd be great for your thing doesn't really apply here. Maybe it works in like the job market. Like I'd be great for your position. But when you want to be on a, a mid-range, low-level, mid-range podcast, probably not the best. All right. So people would come up to me in that year one or send me a message. I hadn't talked to them in years and say, I'd be great for your show. Put me on your show. Obviously, I wouldn't do that because I would tell them specifically, I'm only doing episodes of myself right now or I'm only interviewing comics. All right. And that's true. Year one episodes solely by myself. I didn't want any guests because I wanted to be comfortable in the silence. I wanted to uh, work on my ability to riff. I wanted to work on my ability to practice new material and, and this or that. 
And so that's what I did. Year one, 30 minutes, 40, 30, 45 minutes, 35, 45, whatever minutes, uh, an episode of just me. And maybe I could have gone an easier route and tried to go after big name people to get on the show, get that early push. And people like, oh, what's this new podcast? I want to get in on it. But I'm trying to build some sort of like longevity here. And, you know, it's it's the... Like, I'd rather build a slow, steady growth as opposed to a supernova. Here I am, there I go. That's not really what I'm into. So I'm building this slow growth. I already have this plan. Some people will be like, oh, you know, like, he's still, look at his Instagram. He still doesn't have a thousand followers. That's, I'm not worried about that. I'm only worried about making quality stuff on here. And then, and eventually, if you build it, they will come. So, like, Obviously, it will happen eventually. And when it's my time, it's my time. And I'm not going to stress about outside factors or why am I not getting this or that. Control what you can control. All right. And uh, so year two, I made it a point to start interviewing people around my age or um, like interview people that maybe I had seen that I thought like that were younger or people that are around my uh, years in comedy and reach out to them. Obviously, they live in bigger markets. And so they have friends. And then they have friends. And then I have this tree. And now it has all these branches on it. And uh, I've met a lot of really cool people. And a lot of really nice people have helped me out. I've made some good connections, some people that it's so cool to see get like notoriety. And, and people that I talked to, you know, around like 10 months ago, are starting to really like take off. And it's so cool to see that like, I want everybody to to eat. I think that's awesome you know uh so year three that we're about to embark on in mid-may that'll be two years completed of the podcast i want uh to start interviewing like bigger named people bigger named comics or maybe stop interviewing solely comics and start interviewing like people and i've had a few non-comics on here i've had friends I had, uh, I had from my friend isaac who was on the the ship i had uh, tony caridi on here who's a great mentor to me in college and and friends with his family he's the uh you know play by play for west virginia and i've had a, a, a my sister on here like she's not a comic you know so the, there's that but year three i think year one i didn't i didn't even subscribe to any analytics year two uh that i'm on now so far we've peaked at number 66 and the stand-up podcast starts in the u.s like stayed there for a few days a few times like that's insane Year three, I think that'll be the year I, I really, I'm calling my shot here. Year three, I think, will be the year that, that things really start to, like, get some traction. You know, it's like right now we're just we're just moving right along and we got to hit the NOS button, like in Fast and Furious. We're going to take off. You know what I mean? So that's my plan for year three. So uh, hope to see you, hope to see you there uh, with me. Let's talk about birthdays a little bit. Uh, I used to get really sad on my birthday. I get really sad on Christmas. I used to get really sad on my birthday. This year, I'm more so bummed out because I have my whole day planned. I was going to wake up uh, and be ready to go. And my voice is not allowing that. As you can tell, I sound much deeper than I normally do. Um, it uh, it kind of that's like that's like my uh, instrument and uh, it's out of tune. So it, it bothers me. I was going to watch this little documentary and I did that. I was going to make a really nice lunch, and I decided not to do that because I figured I wouldn't be able to enjoy it as much as I would if my uh, uh, voice and stuff like that didn't hurt. And um, 
So I, again, I've just been living off chicken noodle soup for the last two days because I'm trying to be able to talk because I want to do this episode. And I'm planning on uh, driving around in my backwoods and listening to music that I want to listen to with the windows down. Again, more allergies, just bringing them on. Uh, I had a friend ask me to go play golf. I might do that. I might not. We'll see. I don't have a driver. My driver's broken. I had a Ping G25 driver. I've had it for years and it has broken three times. Uh, the first couple times Ping said they'd send me back one no issue. Now, because they don't carry the material that they use to make the Ping G25, they want me to pay $100 to send their faulty equipment back to them so they can, in turn, send it back to me. I don't like that. It was a complete total freak accident. And this club has been prone to breaking. It's done it multiple times. So Ping, I've been a loyal Ping guy forever, especially with the driver and the putter. Um, you might lose me on this one. You might lose me here, Ping. And I like you guys because you're not too mainstream. You're a good brand, but everybody knows me. They know I'm a contrarian. They're like, oh, Ping. Who's the Ping guy? Me. Does Srixon make clubs? I love Srixon balls. I might use Srixon clubs. That'd be a real, like, you got a guy on the tee box with Srixon clubs. You're like, the only reason he would have that is if he were sponsored by Srixon because nobody goes out of their way to buy Srixon clubs. Guess what? I did. So I'm going to look into that. Birthdays, man. Um, it's kind of scary. You know, as the lyric says, uh, so scared of getting older. I'm only good at being young. Uh, but, you know, I've had a lot of talks with the therapist lately. And uh, he like he thinks I have a strong moral compass. He thinks I have a good value system. And he thinks that, uh, uh, you know, he has no fears for me. So I don't know why I'm fearful for myself. Let's see here. Okay, 13 minutes in. We got to do the cameo. We got to do the cameo. All right. So I have not listened to this. I'm going to have to edit stuff so you guys can hear it. And the video people, that'll take a little bit. The podcast people, you'll hear it somehow. I'll figure it out. Um, I'm genuinely nervous because I, I get freaked out when I watch Impractical Jokers. And this is sort of a practical joke my sister is playing on me. She says it's quote unquote a reality star. And it's a woman. And <laughs> I don't know who it could be, man. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, here we go. We're going to click on the email my sister has sent me. And we're going to watch uh, this video. All right. I'm moving over. Clicking the link. Um, June Shannon, a.k.a. Mama June Shannon, a.k.a. Mama June. Sorry if you couldn't hear that. Uh, Mama June. Hold on, I gotta Google Mama June. I gotta Google who Mama June is. Mama June. Television personality. Oh my god, it's Honey Boo Boo's mom. Oh my god. Ew! It's Honey Boo Boo's mom. I own this. This is something I own. A video of Honey Boo Boo's mom. Whoa, she's lost a lot of weight. And she has all her teeth now. Well, good for her. All right, let's see this. Gosh, is this an NFT? Honey Boo Boo's mom. Okay, here we go. Take one. Hey, Franklin, what's up? This is your girl, Mama June, and your favorite sister, Olivia. We're here to say happy birthday. Happy birthday <laughs> to singing. you. 
You Listen. are an amazing brother. And look, today is all about you. You're turning 25. And look, Olivia misses you to death and is so proud of the podcast success. So now, look, y'all <laughs> all go listen words. to my boys, Franklin's podcast. Show them some love. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some girls can, you know, hit them up. And, you know, I'll take <laughs> applications to make sure it's the right girl that you need to, you know, get. But oh it sounds God. like to me that you've had not so much good luck with little girlfriends. So, look, make sure that your family, what? your sister, Who and is telling maybe you even your friends like the girl just as much as you. Because sometimes when you're in a relationship... If what your family you or your friends don't, it kind of brings a lot of bad stress. But look, it's drunk? okay. You can still boink them girls. You know what I'm saying? Give them a hook boink and book them, them and kind of leave them there. It will happen when it happens, Franklin. So don't rush it. But I love you. Sit back. Enjoy yourself. Eat some fat cakes. And y'all go listen to my boys, Franklin's podcast when you can. I, I have no words. Mama June, this is my response to Mama June. I'm assuming, I don't know how Cameo works per se. I'm assuming all your fans have seen this, or a lot of them will have seen this, maybe on your Cameo timeline. I don't know how it works. You kept saying, go check out my podcast. Toots, you didn't say the name of the show. I understand that reading lines is hard for you because you're a reality star. You're not necessarily a script-to-screen person. You're a reality star, and, and, and that's a little bit more free-flowing. I get that. Trouble with girls? I haven't had trouble with girls since I uh, played baseball against one at seven years old, and she struck me out on three pitches. Tr what are you talking about? Did my sister write all of this? Does she think, like... I'm genuinely confused because I don't know how it works. I cannot believe that's so gross that. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm not harping on. I'm not mad at you, Mama June. You're a sweetheart. I'm not mad at you, Mama June. I'm not mad at you, Mama June. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Were you drunk though? You were slurring like everywhere. Fat cakes sound good. I don't know what that is, but that, that sounds good. What did I, what have I been subjected to? Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm going to spend all my money on cameos and just send them to my friends and just say embarrassing stuff. Dude, haven't had luck with girlfriends? Who did my sister write that? Did Mama June just assume did she look at me and she said like this guy doesn't have good luck with girlfriends? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm so lost. Hey, y'all. Mama June here. Uh, listen to my boy Franklin's podcast. You didn't say the name. You didn't say it. I'm, I don't want to tweet at you. I'm afraid to tweet at you. All publicity is good publicity. I might tweet at her. Maybe Mama June could be my girlfriend. And we can eat fat cakes. That sounds nice. Oh my god. I I I really wish I I mean I hope that's an NFT. Like I hope I can buy that and flip that. Because there was a lot of wisdom in there, folks. I don't know if I got 
uh, a cameo from Mama June or Tibetan Monk. That was so insightful. Holy cow. I thought she was going to say, we know this year's been tough on you with the job hunt, and it was going to flow perfectly into the next segment. But having issues with girlfriends, again, I haven't had issues since I was seven, eight years old, and that girl caved me up. Fastball, fastball, swing and miss slider. 98 on the black. This girl was really good. Dude, what? I can't wait to show everyone the video of that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is the best episode ever. This is at least the best clip. Hey, y'all. Let's eat some fat cakes and go watch my boys Franklin's podcast. It's my 25. You're 25. Get live 25. Get live 25. I understand you've been having trouble with girlfriends. And, you know, you don't got to rush into things. The right one will come along. Dude, I'm not, I'm not looking. It's not a waiting till the right one comes type of thing. It's like, I just don't care. What is happening? The, I will, I'm genuinely like, I wish I could call my sister right now, but it's uh, like, I think it's like nine o'clock in Spain and uh, she's a mom. So she's probably asleep. Let's talk about the job hunt. I, I'm at a loss for words. I'm dumbfounded. I'm genuinely in a state of shock and awe of what I just witnessed. I don't like the fact she said my name. I don't like the fact my name was on her lips. <sighs> What's a fat cake? I got to Google this now. What's a fat cake? Fat cake. Fat cake. What is happening? Fat cakes are a popular baked good. Oh, it's like a uh, marshmallow ball or snowball. Whoo. Mama June. You know what? I'll say this. Mama June, I was too harsh on you. Mama June, you're a sweetheart. You're a doll. You're an absolute beauty. And I thank you from the middle of my heart that you would take time out of your day and money out of my sister's wallet and make that sincere video for me. Thank you for telling people to listen to my boy Franklin's podcast, which is 1000% not the name of the show. Thank you. Moving right along, the job hunt. So recently I took a talent assessment. I'm, t I'm screwing myself from jobs left and right, by the way, by doing this. My camera's not center. I just look, I look like a bat. Gosh. All right. I might have to cut that out because I look stupid. Um, job hunt. I recently took a talent assessment for a job uh, with health insurance, with a health insurance company. And the job would have great benefits and it'd probably pay really well because I'd be on the phone all day taking, taking uh, calls from angry people and it's a work from home gig. And obviously, like like I said, great benefits because it's a health insurance uh, a brand. I don't know if I want the job at all. The biggest thing for me is work-life balance, which I think screwed me out of the last position I had where I interviewed to be a copywriter with a media agency because I told them I want a nice work-life balance 
because as you can tell by my resume, I clearly have aspirations outside of the workplace. And I know that bothers you in a capitalistic market that that maybe, you know, this guy's not going to be, a, for lack of a better term, slave to the corporation. And, and you know, he's going to be able to write articles till nine at night, every night. I'm not doing that. And that's not me being lazy. I guarantee I'm a pound of payment and put the work in when I'm on the clock. But when I'm off, it's kind of my time, you know? And maybe, oh, you won't go that extra mile. What benefit am I receiving by going the extra mile? It's not like I'm getting any sort of overtime pay. It's not like I'm getting any sort of a, a, a perk or, or I look good within the office or, or the hierarchy of the business. She's being taken advantage of. I sound like I'm saying things straight out of like the communist manifesto right now. <laughs> I, sound, I probably do sound like that. I don't mean to. This is just my personal view of what I want to do with my life. You can do whatever you want to do with your life. If you want to put in the extra work at a, at a business that might not care about you, you can do that. I choose to not to. I have aspirations outside of the workplace. That's really it with my work-life balance. I have aspirations outside of the workplace. That's it. Very rare I'm going to find a company that's down for that. Much like this health insurance brand, I'm probably not really down with somebody that doesn't want to take calls all day from angry people. Being customer service with health insurance sounds interesting in a bad way because i guarantee you the majority of my calls are gonna be my leg got blown off in a farming accident and y'all won't cover it what's the deal with that beep 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 i'm sorry sir i'm not mr highmark all right i didn't make your plan i just take calls and i'm gonna move you to the higher up in the business and then they're gonna tell you hey you're not covered and then that's gonna be that because that's the healthcare system, and that's the game. Either you get in or you're out, unfortunately. And if I get a job with this brand, then I guess I'm in. But unfortunately, my job is dealing with people that are out. Not fun. Not fun to just be ridiculed all day. I worked customer service in college for a couple years at Lowe's, and people acted like I uh, broke their water heater, like I made their saw rusty. You left it in the rain overnight. It's your fault. Oh, my weed eater split in half. How does that even happen? I don't know, but it's your fault, guy in red vest who sits behind this counter and is in college. Totally your fault. The entitlement of that people get. And I guess it's different when it's your health. But customer people complaining customer service to like local or, or not local, just like chain businesses or, or or like a Home Depot or something like that, dude. Grow up. They're going to fix it. Just tell them politely, hey, this broke. I need a new one. Don't go in there and cause a scene, you know? No, I know the manager. Shut up. No one's ever said thank you for, for like, on a customer. That's, this is also the thing with working in a customer service environment. Nobody walks into Lowe's. Nobody calls the health insurance brand and says, thank you so much for this rate. Thank you so much for selling me this washing machine. It kind of broke the second time we used it, but it was great those first two times. Nobody's ever said, thank you. You know, uh, I cut my arm uh, in a bicycling accident, but you guys didn't really cover me, but you gave me like 15 bucks. So uh, I really appreciate you doing that. Nobody's ever going to call and say thank you. So I guess that's why those type of jobs pay as well as they do, because you are literally taking junk all day.
that's something I'm going to have to get over because those are the type of jobs I get to apply for now because I studied public relations in college and I have aspirations outside the workplace. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Mama June, uh, for getting the name of the podcast wrong and for scarring my ears. Thank you for listening and being around for 25 years of excellence uh, wherever you were, which, which step along the way you were there for. I really appreciate it, and uh, I hope you have a great day.